0: For those who prefer Linux or are simply curious about Linux and other open source technologies, this is Category 5 Technology TV.
1: Episode number 280 of Category 5 Technology Ooh. TV. Great to see you. Welcome to the show.
0: Welcome, everyone.
1: I'm Robbie Ferguson. World.
0: I'm hey. Hillary Rumble. Hello.
1: Everyone in the entire world, welcome to you.
0: Especially yeah. those in Australia celebrating a belated Australia Day.
1: Happy belated Australia Day, mate. <laughs> oh, I wow. ate some
0: Vegemite today. I'm not hey, even kidding. Where'd you even get it? From an Australian exchange teacher.
1: Actually brought it in. Met. Huh? How cool yes. is that? Wow
0: gave me a bite. It was a wee salty for my taste, yeah. but I felt cultured eating it, let me tell you.
1: That's what it's about. That's what it's about. <laughs> Great to see you, everybody. Nice to have you here. Um, lots, of, uh, not, lots of new faces today. I noticed that uh, a lot of people are joining our community. It's so nice to have you as a part of this, and I and, uh, hope you enjoy the show tonight. It's, uh, it's, we're calling this our HodgePodge episode. We're, uh, mm. We were originally going to be looking at Steam tonight. Steam, the gaming platform. It's come to Linux. I'm so <laughs> excited about it, and I really want to show you everything about it. And unfortunately, our demo system is not quite compatible with it yet. So we have to actually run some upgrades and go through the whole process, mm-hmm. unfortunately. But this will, the, <laughs> this will be part of the review. Oh, yeah. Uh, sure. So we've got to go through all that before I can review that for you. Mm. So unfortunately, that, was, uh, that wasn't known in time to let you all know. For those of you who are really, really excited to learn all about Steam tonight, that's kind of what happened.
0: It's okay wait till next week
1: yeah so tonight we've got your viewer questions we've got lots of viewer questions I've got the cat phone here if you want to give us a call it's 254 two five four five cat five TV two five four five two okay so that translates into two five four five two two eight five eight eight
0: cat phone
1: it's on the bottom of our website it's all it's always there oh, yeah so anyone wants to give us a call ask your questions say hello
0: do it I dare you right now dare you I'm waiting.
1: Just sit here silent until you call. Come
0: on, ring. Come on, John. Uh, I wanted to
1: give a quick shout-out to those of you, uh, our viewers, who have been uh, supporting the show with your donations. Um, mm. I, I don't know if you realize how much that really uh, helps uh, Category 5 and the community and, and really pushes us along as well. It's an encouragement. There's that part of it. It's also, you know, it, it for those viewers who just love the show week to week. it's really the, these viewers who send in their donations on, on a you know on an occasional basis or some of them uh, some of you as you know uh, are also subscribed to uh, donate on a monthly basis and every every little bit helps and mm-hmm. uh, and that's just you know that's what keeps us going so thank you very much for your support. Uh, and if you're interested in supporting us in that way uh, and able, then feel free to go over to our website. Of course, this is a free service, though, and we don't charge for anything that we do here. So uh, feel free to, to just enjoy the show as well. But, uh, but get your questions in. Uh, join us in the chat room. It's Category 5 on Freenode. Uh, also, we've got the uh, email live at category5.tv. goes over to Hillary, and uh, she's also watching the chat room, and, and we're going to do our best to keep up with your questions tonight.
0: So. We will. And in addition to your awesome questions, we'll also have some fabulous news, and this is what's coming up. da da The Pentagon has plans to dramatically increase its cybersecurity staff. Ooh. Hmm. What does that mean? You will find out. Your accelerometer could reveal your pin. Also wondering what that means. You'll find out. Sony has been fined in connection with the April 2011 data breach of the PlayStation Network. I remember that. Couldn't play my games. (laughs) Um, A Toronto jewelry company has developed a method of 3D printing your own head onto a Pez dispenser. How cool is that? I am... I would like my own. Stick around because these stories are coming up later on in our show.
1: Excellent. Okay, we're going to take a really, really quick break. When we're back, we're going uh, to talk about a whole bunch of exciting stuff that we've got going on. Also, we're going to uh, hit your viewer questions. We've got lots of them tonight. We're going to do our best to get through all of them. And, of course, mm-hmm. if you haven't sent in your question yet, live at category5.tv or go over to cat5.tv ask or join us in the chat room, category5 on Freenode. We'll be right back after this. At EcoAlkalines, we believe you should be able to trust your batteries not just here, but here, here, and here. But with one exception, you should also be able to trust your batteries here. Ecoalkalines are the world's first and only certified carbon-neutral battery manufactured to the highest standards of recycling and quality without any trace amounts of harmful chemicals like mercury, lead, or cadmium. Ecoalkalines provide performance that rivals leading national alkaline battery brands at a comparable price. Find out more about the Ecoalkalines difference ecoalkalines.com.
0: Hey, gang, you're watching Category 5, and we are a member of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here. And the International Association of Internet Broadcasters. Awesome.
1: I uh, want to make mention, you know, if you've got a mobile device, if you haven't used it yet, m.cat5.tv is a really great website to go to. Uh, you can also add that to your your, uh, your dash or whatever you want to do. but. You can scan that QR code, go over to m.cat5.tv, and that is our mobile site for watching, uh, watching the show live, watching it on demand. You can do that right through your mobile device.
0: You can. And that's pretty high-tech. That keeps you in touch with the modern day age, but let's take it back to yield snail mail. That's a good technology. Mm-hmm. Nobody uses anymore. <laughs> or as much. So long. <laughs> we would love to see your postcards from the World Wide Web. How can you do that? Send them to Category 5 Technology TV, P.O. Box 29009, Barrie, Ontario, which of course is in Canada, L4N7W7. We'd love to hear from you.
1: Yeah, I certainly love receiving your postcards now. Uh, one other thing, there's so much stuff going on with, with the way that the show is growing into, uh, you know, we're in the first month of, uh, of 2013. Uh, one thing that I wanted to mention as we look at, you know, where Category 5 is available, blip.tv is one of our service providers. And yeah. they stream Category 5 TV, so we're on any device that they're on. Um, so if you're looking for the show on your devices, blip.tv is now available on iOS. It's available on Android, Kindle. And Ooh. Xbox. Cool. So uh, that's, that's uh, reasonably uh, recent uh, mm. as far as availability goes. And uh, they're, they, you know, they're available on a whole ton of platforms, uh, but that's, those are some new ways that you can catch the show as well. So log into whatever, whatever uh, marketplace that you're using in order to get your yeah. apps and look for blip.tv, spelled B-L-I-P, and you'll find Category 5 Technology TV actually on that device.
0: Very Cool. Mm. I like that.
1: Lots of viewers from all over the world tonight. Uh if you'd like to see where everybody's coming from,
0: you can map
1: <laughs> cat category5.tv or map.cat5.tv. This is the coolest thing. I love this thing.
0: Mm-hmm. And I
1: love seeing where everybody's coming from.
0: Look at that. There Holy. We are. So
1: this is uh this is our geolocated located to uh, IP addresses and pins of where our viewers are from right now.
0: Crazy.
1: There we are. Even viewers in Sudan and South Africa. Huh. Nice to have you. Hey,
0: any viewers in the DR?
1: Where do I go for the Dominican Republic? I don't know geographically.
0: The Central america S. Oh, oh, yeah? Okay. Oh, there, there we go. There, there. There are. Would you look at that? Oh, there we go. Viewers in the... Dem- look at that. A viewer in the Dominican. Yeah.
1: And a couple uh, just uh, over in Puerto Rico as well. A Very few, cool. as a matter of fact. Very good. Now, what's what's with your interest in uh, in the DR?
0: Well, I just got back. Uh-huh. Although you can't tell. I'm not super tanned. Yeah. But I just got back from the DR How was the on a trip? little vacay. It was fabulous. We yeah. had an excellent time. The weather was amazing. Excellent. I couldn't have asked for a better trip.
1: She sent me a picture. said she didn't. Bring her cell phone, but she did bring her shell phone. So there's uh, there's Hillary, always with the puns,
0: keeping it real, But
1: uh, having a good time in Dominican Republic. <laughs> so. I am glad that you had a good time. I did. How long I had, were you gone for?
0: We were gone for a week, yeah. and my husband and I, and we had like a ton of fun. We mostly just beached it, mm-hmm. but we also went on a crazy adventure on old. Crazy horses up a mountain to a Not waterfall. Horses, but
1: crazy, they horses. were
0: crazy. Crazy horses, and I went ziplining down a mountain. Really? Yeah. That sounds fun. Oh, it's like Adventure Girl. Yeah. It was really cool. How cool is that?
1: <laughs> uh, so, our viewers in Dominican Republic, make sure you uh, send us an email. Say hi live at Category Five TV. We'd love to uh, to actually hear from you and and mm-hmm. even tell us where, whereabouts in DR you're from, and we'll see how close you were to them.
0: Could have been next door to you. Did you bring knew? us a postcard? I don't know if I did or not. Oh, I have to hell. check my stats. So you,
1: at home in the Dominican <laughs> Republic, you need to send us a postcard on behalf of you know just just to make up for Hillary forgetting. I getting know,
0: slacker, unreal. Yeah.
1: Uh, we've got viewers tonight on YouTube, as I mentioned, Blip TV, Miro Internet TV, First Run TV. Welcome to our new viewers there, mm-hmm. as well as uh, Roku. Uh, oh, we're on the yeah. Roku device. Um, all over. I mean, you can catch the show. No matter where you're, where where you're from, all yeah. across all these different platforms. So.
0: Awesome.
1: We love yeah. to know how you're watching and and how you heard of us as well. So love those emails. Keep them coming in. Uh-huh. You got some emails for us tonight?
0: Oh yeah. Or you've
1: got other stuff that you you. No. Okay. Yeah.
0: Well, I got I got lots. <laughs> it's like where do I start? My list is so long. Mm. I think I should give the viewers what they want. You have to Absolutely. give the people what they want, not what Hillary wants. What they're looking for. So. Let's do a little question. Q&A here. This comes to us from Michal um, asking... Hey, Mihal. Regarding Debian 6, can mm. you install Gnome Shell on Debian 6? Or is it Debian 6 and Gnome Shell? I'm not sure.
1: Okay, well, with Debian Squeeze Stable Squeeze, you, you can't because it's not in the repository. Like, it's not, it's not mm. built for it. I, I think I've had this question before where we looked at the fact that um, on Debian Testing you can actually install, you know, like Gnome 3 and all that kind of stuff. I'm going to h- hop over to our website. Sure. Just see if I can find, uh, let's say, Gnome 3 on Debian squeeze. Squeeze being uh, Debian 6. Let's see if that turns up anything. Um, just kind of looking at what's what comes up here. Okay, so let's try a different search here gnome 3 debian just simplify it it's got to be there i i encourage you to do a search i'm sure that i've talked about it in the past but yeah under um non-stable you'd be able to like you know under uh, testing for example Hmm. you'd be able to install that and we could probably find you some resources on how to do that. I don't have Debian installed on my system, but keep in mind that it would be considered unstable in order to do that. So you you might, unless you're you know just wanting to tinker around, but if it's a production system, you might consider actually going with an OS that is uh, that they've already got all the dependencies already taken care of for you. Um, you may you know want to go that route just to just to save you some some headaches and frustration. But if you're just looking to play around, I would look at uh, Debian testing.
0: Okay. Ding, round one. <laughs> now we're on to number two. This is a three-question a three email, ah, so cool. hopefully we will, bring, we will bring it for you. Okay, <laughs> second question from Mihal. Is there a way to um, plug my cell phone into my computer and use the Internet through it? Because my Internet is wired and has no wireless. He has no... Um, oh,
1: like, your computer has no wireless internet. Yeah. But, but you could do, like, a tethered uh, Ethernet or something like that. Huh. Uh, that is, I would say, probably dependent on what type of phone you have. And that information hasn't been guess, provided to yeah. us. I guess, yeah. Is that you haven't mentioned Because if
0: what, you have, like, a Zach Morris phone from 1991... There you go.
1: Even the reference, she just... Ding, ding, ding.
0: Smarter than a look. Probably wouldn't work. <laughs>
1: Um yeah I think phone to phone is different but as far as tethering to a cable I I don't know of any that uh that really have that now my old dumb phone um did indeed have a USB to its own proprietary interface and through the USB oh. you could share your internet connection but it was hmm. t- it was terrible that's that was back in the day um <laughs> these days I think a lot of times you're you know you're creating like a wireless hotspot or something um, like the BlackBerry, for example, like BlackBerry Torch or something, you can you can share your Internet connection, your iPhone. You can share your Internet connection, mm-hmm. but it does it over Wi-Fi, uh, Android as well. you know, It's not exclusive to any, any one device, but that's usually done through Wi-Fi. As far as hard wiring goes, uh, maybe the chat room has, has some ideas or m- maybe Google would be a, a good search place as well. Uh, but that said... A USB Wi-Fi dongle for the you know that you could plug into the back of your computer, which will work with Windows, Linux, Mac, whatever. You plug it in, all of a sudden you've got a Wi-Fi card. They're about thirty bucks. Hmm. So if it's going to be advantageous for you to to get your internet service from your cell phone, (laughs) and you can set it up as a Wi-Fi hotspot, then I would say just grab one of those and do that. But be mindful too. Check with your service provider uh, because data is a lot more expensive than. Just phone calls. Yes. Right? So mm-hmm. if you start sharing your internet and all of a sudden, you know, you tune into an episode of category five, bad example because you really want to do that. I Water. know. But you're looking, you know, <laughs> it, it could be 400 megs if you're watching live for a, a one hour show. Or if you go to YouTube and you watch a few videos, all of a sudden, yeah. you, you've used up <laughs> a lot of your bandwidth. So it can get pretty pricey. So be mindful of that. Mm-hmm. And be very, very careful that you don't go over your, uh, your limit. Otherwise, you can get a, a really unreasonable. Cell phone bill.
0: <laughs> so. Good point. Well made. Mm. Valid. Okay. <laughs> uh, dang, round two. Okay, question number three. Do you think it is right for... Okay, this is an opinion question, but we'll just discuss it as a whole. Microsoft's ability to record all text messages and video calls on Skype. I don't know about What's this. What's the
1: question? My-
0: Do you think it is right for Microsoft to record all text messages and video calls on Skype? I don't know about this have you
1: watched person of interest yet <laughs>
0: I don't that's
1: know. the that's what the world is coming to I'm sure I don't know I mean the companies are going to monitor what what you do or what you don't do. Mm-hmm. I don't know anything about it actually but uh it's their software right is it yeah i i guess it it mm-hmm. would fall if that was true if that if that is true then I guess it would depend on what the uh you know what the privacy laws say about that they would say that Microsoft would, by law, not be allowed to, sh- to share that information uh, except with law enforcement uh, personnel mm-hmm. should it be deemed necessary by the law. So if somebody were plotting a terrorist attack and using Skype to do so, <laughs> then it does make sense yeah. for the government to be able to say, give us a copy of those tapes and Microsoft have to give those up. Mm-hmm. But then it becomes the fine line of other people would argue that that violates your, your own... Uh, Confidentiality and privacy, but I think they would have to have yeah, Just probably. to give that up, right?
0: Makes sense.
1: But is it right for Google to log Wi-Fi usernames and SSIDs around the world and share those? And is it right? Hmm. You know, It's all gray area. Depends on what it's being used for. I think that's what it boils down to.
0: So don't be doing... Is, Dumb stuff on the yeah. internet.
1: <laughs> and this is the information age, or something, right? Like, a, you can walk down the street and you can get so much information about anybody digitally,
0: mm-hmm.
1: just by using, you know, just by some some know-how and being able to access Wi-Fi networks and things like that. So, True. but is that is that wrong? The stuff is mm-hmm. already there. It's what you do with that. It's what's done with that stuff. Yeah. Not to use a really good example, but you know what I mean. So,
0: I buy what you're selling. Hmm. Well,
1: thank you. That's you know, that's an opinion opinion <laughs> question, as Hillary said, and you know maybe the chat room has some some thoughts. I'm sure on that. they we'll, do. I'm sure they do. Hey, gang. Sure, they got
0: lots going on there.
1: TikTok says the NSA knows all and sees all. It just comes down to person of interest. Have you seen it yet? No. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> it's so good. It's like it's the one show where where uh, you know there's not. There's not over-the-top violence or anything, and there's no blood or gore or anything like that, so it's, it's nice and clean that way, but, but yet it's still a good kind of cops and robbers show, but hmm. interesting show. Uh, we've been enjoying it, but the whole premise is that they have a machine that uses all the surveillance cameras and taps into um, that and mm. accumulates all the information. <laughs> it's a machine, so nobody's actually seeing the data. It's like the whole Microsoft scenario, right? Nobody's actually seeing the data until it's required, but it accumulates it and puts all the pieces of the puzzle together and says, okay, we think this is going to be a, an attack on on whatever because we've taken this, this, and this, and the computer's done that, so they know that that's going to be a terrorist attack, for example. Hmm. Hmm. This but is that, crazy. You know, could that ever happen in reality? I don't think we have the data storage for it, but it could happen. Big Brother Machine Swiss Andy says in the chat room.
0: <laughs> creeps me out thinking about it.
1: Yeah. Watch the show and, uh, and see what you think. See if you think <laughs> that that could actually come to be.
0: I'm sure it could. Ooh. Who knows? Who knows?
1: Yeah, I mean, we talk on cell phones and portable phones and telephone services. and really, wh- How can you get away from it, right? True say. Realistically. Oh, I just made a whole bunch of people paranoid.
0: No, I'm that. freaking out now. It's I'm like, what this, am I doing on this Internet really Worldwide bad. TV show where it's people really are watching bad. me and listening yeah, to everything I'm saying? <laughs> uh,
1: it's not a real name.
0: It's a fake identity. I'm in the witness protection program. Now I have to be relocated. Okay. Oh, no. New question. <laughs> <laughs> this comes to us from I means it. Hey, I means it.
1: <laughs> we realized on the show, uh, Erica, actually, that depending on how you read your name, it it does say, you look at it again, I mean sit.
0: That's true. I mean sit. I something means to, it. I mean sit.
1: Yeah, something you say to the kids when they're when misbehaving.
0: <laughs> Hey, it's it's tricky. No hmm. s- no spaces. That's just my random little tidbit. I need punctuation. <laughs> um, okay, I've recently reviewed episodes one hundred and three and one hundred and four, and they were regarding Unraid. Okay. Um, as I am wanting to set up a network storage server on my home network, I was just wondering how Unraid has served you since two thousand and nine. What does your current Unraid system configuration look like? Like The number of drives you have. And have you seen other solutions that you would go for now if you weren't already invested in Unraid? And one final question. Oh, maybe let's address your thoughts on it first and then address the question. Sure. The other question.
1: Episodes 103 and 104, we looked at this really amazing data storage software called Unraid. And it allowed us to build a data storage array that used just rickety old hardware that we had laying around. We didn't have to buy a whole lot of stuff and took a whole bunch of random hard drives Hmm. that I just had sitting around and put them into an array where a a traditional RAID array requires you to have, you know, specific hard drives and they have to be matching hard drives. And if if one fails, you have to find a replacement that matches all the other drives, otherwise you can't rebuild the array. With Unraid and why it's kind of Unraid, it's not a RAID per se... It operates like a RAID. It creates an array of disks. So let's, just to put it really, really simple so that you understand what that means. Let's say I've got two terabyte hard drives. Now all of a sudden I can put them together and they become one 2 terabyte hard drive. Hmm. And then I add another one terabyte hard drive and now they're a 3 terabyte hard drive and a 4 terabyte hard drive. And it really just, to me, shows up as one hard drive, gotcha. so to speak, but I can keep growing the size of it. What else is neat about that type of setup and RAID or unRAID or anything like that? If one of those hard drives fails, which hard drives do, you take out that hard drive, you put in an empty hard drive, and the rest of the hard drives rebuild the data onto that new hard drive so you don't end up losing anything
0: smart it's really really smart cool little thing
1: unraid's got a lot going for it um so you, you look at those episodes they were back in 2009 we walked through the actual build process if you haven't seen it and you're interested in that kind of thing look at uh, episode 103 um mm-hmm. am i you know am i what are we doing now you know here we are it's 2013 Ooh. right and i brought something up on my screen just for you cool we're still running it.
0: Still looking pretty good there.
1: It's still there. And that is what my array looks like. I have a parity disk. This is the one that allows it so that if a, a hard drive fails, it'll rebuild the the failed one. Hmm. Pardon me. I have disk 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7. So I have eight disks all together. They're just random disks. You notice that the models do not match. And it shows me, you know, how much... Reads and writes and errors, and you'll notice that there are no errors on my array, and everything's. Way good to go. go! Yeah. Now, the one thing you'll, you'll probably notice if, you're, if you've been following on RAID at all is that we have an older version because I built this back in 2009, and it has just worked. Sweet. I haven't spent a, I haven't spent a lot of time maintaining it. It just works. And it works fabulously. Mm-hmm. I mean, right now those discs are in what's uh, what's called like a, a spun down mode. That's why they're flashing. So that it's not the the whole array is not really using any power because the drives are turned off right now. They're spun down. If I were to access the array, like if I were to actually bring up uh, one of my network shares on the array, then it would spin up the hard drives and uh, and I would have mm-hmm. access to those files. We use it for all of our data storage and we back it up. Um, through the internet so that there, cool. there are backups of that. Yeah. And it works fantastically well. Hmm. I highly recommend it. So check it out.
0: Sweet. Okay, mm. so that is good for part one. Your thoughts and oh, yeah, okay. And the uh, longevity of this thus far. Four um, years and counting. <laughs> that's pretty sweet. But if it ain't broke, don't fix it, right? So. Yeah,
1: I think I've replaced a hard drive once or twice. Maybe, maybe only once where a drive had failed. And so I actually pulled out the broken drive and replaced it, and it rebuilt flawlessly. Sweet. That's So it awesome. really was a test. I upgraded my parity drive. You'll notice if you watch that old episode, my parity drive was smaller. Upgraded my parity drive so that I could, see it's like a 1.5 terabyte, so that I could add bigger hard drives. Hmm. Because the parity drive always has to be the largest hard drive in the array. Makes sense. So, And so then I, you can see disk 6 is actually a 1 terabyte. So, it gave me added space. So, I took out like a 400 or 500 gig hard drive, yeah. <laughs> replaced it with a one terabyte, and got, you know, 500 more uh, gigs of space.
0: That's sweet. Yeah. That is cool. Um, oh, That's sorry. That's the
1: longevity of it. Yeah, yeah. Seriously. <laughs> Keep how long? Well? As you need it, yeah.
0: Um, I'd like to set up Dropbox like functionality on this Unraid server mm-hmm. so that I'm using the most up to date version um, of a file no matter which machine I'm at. Any any ideas on how to do this? Maybe using Mint slash Ubuntu. Thanks so much.
1: Hmm. Um, I'm not sure if Dropbox is the example. If I'm following you correctly, you just want to have it so that no matter what computer in your house you're using, you're, you're, you've got the latest and greatest version of the file. Um, it uses what's called Samba. It's a Windows protocol uh, for file sharing. So what you would do... For example, I'll give you an example. Um, In my FSTAB file on my Linux system, I have it routing my documents folder to uh, a documents share on the Unraid uh, server. So when I bring up documents on my computer, I'm not actually looking at something that's on my computer, I'm looking at something that's on the server. Now, if my wife goes to documents on her computer, she's in fact accessing that same folder. So she can edit the same file, and it's the same, the same file as what I'm editing. So then, you know, it's basic networking, but with the twist that it's on a server that is centralized and redundant so that you don't lose anything if a hard drive crashes. Um, and then you just have one place to back up. Mm-hmm. But you can connect as many computers into that Unraid server as you like. Uh, and, uh, and you can just edit the file directly on the, on the server and press save and it saves it just like it's a hard drive in your computer. Cause that's really, you know, it's, it's just a network file server. Hmm. So it works really, really well. And, you know, I know it's been a long time since I actually did that build, but I'd be happy to look at that again. And, uh, you know, if you, if you care to give it a try, um, Go ahead, give it a try. Unraid uh, has a free version that you can run up to three hard drives with. And mm. and uh, and then if you decide you want to do five hard drives, you just buy the version that supports five hard drives. So it's up to you. Give it a whirl. Give it a try with three drives. <laughs> you can't go wrong.
0: Well, let yeah. us know how you fare with all that.
1: Mm-hmm. Thanks for the questions.
0: Mm-hmm. Very cool. We have some more questions coming up later in the show. But now I think we should have a look-see at current events in the world of technology, Dun, da, da, da. here are the top stories <laughs> from the Category Five newsroom. According to media reports, the Pentagon will drop. Will 19- do what? <laughs> Hillary's got to read better. Will dramatically increase its cybersecurity staff over the next few years to counter threats against U.S. government computer networks. U.S. Cyber Command, established three years ago, could grow as much as five-fold over the next few years. Cyber Command currently has 900 staff members, both military and civilian. The planned expansion comes amid a series of successful attacks, including a virus that wiped data from 30,000 computers at a Saudi oil firm. Hmm. Yikes. Next. Security researchers have discovered that data captured by smartphone motion sensors could actually help criminals guess the codes used to lock the device. By analyzing data gathered by accelerometers, the research team was able to get a good idea of the pin or pattern used to protect a phone. The data was usable because sensors can gather information with more freedom than apps loaded on the device. According to their findings, several different smartphone sensors could be subverted. Huh. Yikes.
1: That's kind of scary. I mean, it makes sense, though, that you know, as you, as you use your device, accelerometer being the thing that allows you to yeah. do motion control and stuff, mm-hmm. as I push something, it, it kind of, you know, if I go can, like that, you know where I yeah. pushed you, right? So there's got to be some kind of record of... If, if they've developed the right software, that's kind of scary stuff.
0: Freaks me out.
1: Mm, new way the to hack. The show is
0: freaking me out.
1: New way to hack. <laughs> Speaking of hacks.
0: Dun, da, da. Hmm. Remember the PlayStation Network hack that took service offline for what seemed like decades? Hello. While well, Sony Computer Entertainment Europe has now been fined the equivalent of about $396,000 based on the Data Protection Act. UK authorities said the hack in April 2011 could have been prevented. The Information Commissioner's Office, ICO, has criticised Sony for not having up-to-date security software. Sony has said that it strongly disagreed with the ruling and plans to appeal. <laughs> A Toronto, Ontario jewelry company has designed funky Pez candy dispensers that feature individuals' heads as the top part, which means you I can flip, been waiting for this. You flip your own head to get the candy. Hello? Hot Pop Factory generally makes 3D printed jewelry, but it branched out when a business client asked for some quirky employee gifts. It convinced each of the client's employees to submit their heads to 3D scanning under the guise that it was for an undisclosed research project. Employees sat in a chair while someone scanned their heads using an Xbox Kinect remote. (laughs) They cleaned up the images and then 3D printed them, which apparently took many hours. Then it was goodbye, Disney princesses. Hello, custom pez dispenser heads.
1: Oh, I so want some. Me too. Wouldn't it be amazing uh, if there were category five slash
0: oh my gosh
1: Trek pez dispensers?
0: So, my dream oh, come true. Be amazing. Amazing. Second to bobblehead. This, uh, Would be like a dream come true for me.
1: Yeah, I mean, if they could (laughs) morph the Pez Dispenser slash bobblehead idea together. Oh, Oh my Lanta. You never know what we're going to come up with here.
0: You just don't. That would be (laughs) awesome. If someone were to give me that, I would be like happy forever. Anyways, you can get these full stories online at our website at category5.tv slash newsroom. The category5.tv newsroom is researched by Rory W. Nash with contributions from our amazing community of viewers. If you have a story you think is worthy of on-air mention, send us a quick email at newsroom at category5.tv. From the category5.tv newsroom i um, Hillary
1: Rumble. Awesome, Hillary! We've already got 14 orders for a Hillary Rumble Pez dispenser in the chat room. It's a
0: dream come true. I'm Wonderful. famous. Um,
1: so we Pez only head. ship to uh, to Canada and the United States and uh, <laughs> anywhere else in the world.
0: So <laughs> hilarious.
1: Wonder how much that costs? Because eh? that would be fun. I mean, I it seriously... didn't look like they painted it. So, but, but somebody with with a little bit of acrylic yeah. knowledge would be able to make them look figurine real. artist. Yeah. I I still kind of think it's cars. cool that people are using the Connect to do this and you see mm-hmm. there are videos on the internet if you want to go you know Google uh what was the name of the company? It's, uh, it's
0: that that will help you find it anyway. Hot Pop Factory.
1: Hot Pop Factory. Three words. Um if you Google it, go on to YouTube, Google, Google it, it, right it or Bing It. You know, whatever whatever you <laughs> want to do. Alta Vista it, Yahoo it
0: <laughs> Alta Vista. I haven't heard that, that in a long time. <laughs> Holy
1: Um So yeah, I mean it was neat to see that they're standing there with a the connect remote plugged into USB on a laptop and going like this and it's like it's scanning the the head Freaky. in in a three D model in what looked like uh like light wave or something like that. Like just amazing. Yeah.
0: Really cool. Makes
1: me wonder what could be done.
0: Anything's possible, guys.
1: Make like a three D movie just based on using a connect remote or something. Could be done. Hmm. That could be done. Hey tonight's show is brought to you in part by Cortery Electric Quarteryelectric.com. If you're looking for any electrical contract work, make sure you give them a call. Also, we'd love to give you a one-month free trial of Netflix, which you can can obtain by going to that special URL there on your screen, cat5.tv slash Netflix. This is Category 5 Technology TV. I'm your host, Robbie Ferguson.
0: I'm Hillary Rumble, keeping it real for the evening.
1: Thanks for being here.
0: (laughs) No problem.
1: If you're new here, uh, please let us know that you're, you're joining us tonight, and uh, even if it's after the fact, if you're watching this on demand, if you're watching this uh, on firstrun.tv or Miro Internet TV, wherever you are, make sure you pop us an email live at category5.tv just to let us know what you think of the show or ask your questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, uh, we love to receive your emails. Anything else that, uh, just any kind of correspondence. We just love to hear from you.
0: We do. Yeah. Sometimes we get pictures. I'm pretty sure I got some pictures sent my way just for kicks. For some people, maybe they're inside jokes. Maybe Robbie can pull them up. I,
1: I got. I mean, chat room Jot uh, was mentioning that uh, that the company that makes those Pez dispensers had tried to mold my head, but it looked like an Easter egg.
0: Oh, burn! Do you want some ice with that burn? Oh, Jot, always pulling out these one-liners. Jot, (laughs) I tell you, what a guy!
1: We're up to seventeen orders for Hillary's. Oh my gosh, this
0: is the best day ever.
1: Now, if we could actually get one. Okay. I was trying to secretly
0: pull up the website so I could look without oh, yes. you knowing. Hey, that's
1: pretty cool. Yeah. All I'll right.
0: have to look at it later to see okay. how much Pez Head costs. All right. Certainly. <laughs> <laughs> do we have any more questions tonight? Um, We do. Well, like I said, some people sent me pictures of oh, can themselves. I,
1: okay. Can I bring one of those up on the Certainly. screen? Certainly. Let me see. Who's this from?
0: This is from Dennis Kelly. Oh, hey, Dennis Kelly. Just sent us this cute little picture of himself it's actually quite grand but we like pictures we like emails <laughs> we like anything funny because that's how we roll
1: okay so what do we got
0: technology and comedy on this show Just
1: from dennis kelly
0: so this is from dennis kelly oh oh hey cute cute hat
1: hey dennis kelly you know i know what's going through his head there though it's the linux penguin in that it? it's tux <laughs> so well done sir well spotted
0: good find very good and then I have another photo. Oh, yeah. Sent to us from Harry. Harry. And he was the winner of Talk Buds, I think.
1: Sure, yeah. We had a, a, yeah. a good assortment of Talk Buds that went out, actually.
0: So he got a special, special present in the mail from All category right. five and was super excited. So he took a picture of himself and sent it to us. Fantastic. Which we love there to it is. see.
1: Harry. There he, is, there he is with his Talk Buds.
0: Look at that.
1: Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. So. Thanks for sending it in.
0: We love your emails. We love your postcards. We love correspondence. We love testimonials. We just love it. We just love you.
1: Can I Can I just mention, I mean, beyond the, the obvious love that we have for our community. <laughs> Hillary just can't stress that enough. I can't. Harry, guest Harry, as a matter of fact, judging by the, uh, the the name of the file. Notice that he what he's holding in his hand. He's holding... Prezi from Category 5 Technology (laughs) TV. That's all we can say. I mean, You you win stuff here at Category 5, and we love to send you stuff. Now, on January 1st, we had our big annual giveaway, loads and loads of prizes. And I'll just let you know, there's a couple days left if you have not claimed your prize. There are a few prizes. I've got my checklist, and there are a few people who have not claimed their prizes yet. What? What that means is...
0: Doesn't make sense that they haven't to
1: me. they haven't sent us their address to, to mail the product to right Gosh. and technically you Come get 30 on. days according to the contest rules in order to hmm. to to respond so what i'm going to tell you is if you submitted a ballot for our christmas special and our new year special and you did not watch the new year show make sure you go back to the january 1st and that was episode number 276 okay make sure you watch that because you might be one of those lucky winners who hmm. could be standing there with a prize in your hands, uh, sending us a photo? Because wow. there, I think there were three or four prizes that didn't get claimed yet. So, what? Um, and that just it simply happens because you know some some people don't catch every I show. I guess so. Or, that's true. Uh, you might be behind on on the feed, so I'll just tell you: make sure you watch that episode. So. Because
0: who doesn't love prezies? Hello. I like prezies. If not, send them to Prezzies. me. Just send them my address, okay? <laughs> Box two nine zero zero nine. No, that's funny. Um, Anything else for us? Okay. Oh, here. Got another one. Comes to us from Sweeney. Wondering what headset we are using um, for our mics because the audio quality is really good.
1: Mm. Uh. The audio quality of the show. These are Apex 575s. Hmm. That's what these are. So, yeah, they they sound good. I'd say they're a bit more awkward than some headsets that I've worked with before.
0: Oh, I like but it. They
1: sound really good. Yeah. So thanks. There you go. Apex five seventy five.
0: Now That's you the we know use. the rest mm. of the story.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, one more question, and then do you have some some secret things lined up? We
1: got lots of stuff to talk about. Yeah, I just want to get. Uh, just want to help our viewers. and answer any questions that we may have perfect um questions in the chat room or anything send those our way as well
0: i'm not sure actually if this is a question or just a a nice message but i'll read it regardless this comes to us from um gustavo vani from brazil gustavo Hi, Robbie and Hillary. I just want to thank you guys for the one-year license of the ESET NOD32 that I've won at the New Year's Draw. That was exactly what I was looking for for the past two months. Wowzers. My free Avira got updated to the latest 2013 version, and it started Mm -hmm. to eat a lot of RAM lately. So I tried others like AVs, like Panda Cloud. Oh, okay. Oh, I see. Other free AVs, sorry, like Panda Cloud, AVG vast, but I didn't like any of them. So I installed ESET NOD32 uh, and registered it, sorry, with the key that you gave me. And it's working wonderfully ever since.
1: Fantastic. Yeah, it's lightweight. They just brought out version 6, too. I'll tell you a little bit about it. Uh, but, yeah, it makes a difference. I mean, when you have a commercial good product like ESET Nod32 Antivirus or ESET Smart Security, um, they're lightweight products, and they do a really, really good job protecting you against stuff. Cool. We get a lot of the you know the computers that come in with free antivirus on them or whatever AVG is a popular one, Avira you mentioned, and quite often times they, they've got malware infections or hmm. things like that. the the one that takes over your screen and you lose access to all your files and uh, pretends to be there was a new one that just happened that um, that has really kind of hit Canada hard and I don't know if if you were affected at home as well, but uh, a new one that took over the, the screen of the computer. I'm not sure if I actually have a copy of it or not, but took over the screen of the user's computer and basically said that the FBI or something had taken you know, had locked down their internet service.
0: Oh, wonderful.
1: It it, and it was very threatening and very scary, and we actually had people bring in computers to the office that had said, you know, what's going on here? And apparently the FBI thinks that I'm looking for illegal things on the internet and stuff. <laughs> and so it, it really just played into the fear that that people have of just you know what yeah. if someone's spying on me or something. And really, it was just a malware attack. Unfortunately, I don't have a sample to to show you. I was just quickly looking through my email, but it really, really hit hard all of a sudden. And, and phishing scams and and mm-hmm. things like that and and. These days with a Windows computer especially, you could just accidentally click on the wrong website, even in a a Google result, and it would infect your computer instantly. Java vulnerabilities and things like that can get into your system. And so, you know, these things lock down your computer. You can't do anything until you pay the $300 fine that the FBI has on your head. (laughs) You know, if you pay within 24 hours we'll unlock your internet. And it looks completely legitimate. You give them your credit card number to unlock it because you think, oh, this is scary stuff. I've only got 24 hours and the yeah. FBI is after me because I've been you know, <laughs> doing this or that. Or I downloaded a movie last month and I really shouldn't have. But, uh, you know, that's that's the kind of fear that is put into people. So, you know, that said, you know, Nod32 version 6 just came out. So if you downloaded version 5, make sure you bring it up and look at... Uh, the Updates tab, you'll see that there's a new uh, update to version 6, that Hmm. gives you some new stuff. And version 6 of ESET Smart Security, I just thought I'd mention this, Uh, we weren't intending to mention it, but really, really cool feature that they just added to that, Hmm. it's called Anti-Theft.
0: Anti-Theft. Yeah,
1: we've talked a little bit about this whole, you know, we've looked at Endpoint Protector and we've looked at uh, some of the ways that we can protect ourselves um, from mm-hmm. data theft and things like that. This is actually like if somebody steals your laptop, you can track them down. And it's built what? into the antivirus. That's cool. That's smart secu- You set smart security wow. version 6. Um, so, for example, your laptop. Look at your laptop. If you're watching this on a laptop right now, laptop has what right above the screen? Camera. A camera. Laptop has what? Internet, Right first thing somebody let's say someone finds or steals your laptop right what are they going to do they're going to connect it to the internet and you know if they're malicious they'll probably look at your internet history try to get access to your online banking and things like that if they're a thief that's -hmm. what they'll do either way they're going to connect to the internet so so you you have eset smart security version 6 you turn on anti-theft and you can actually see the person Ew. sitting at the laptop because it uses the webcam. That
0: is so. so it's like lurky. reverse hacking.
1: It's like it's that's like hacking yeah. the hacker. Uh, weird. and then also cool. through the internet IP address, you saw our, our location map, mm-hmm. our viewer mm-hmm. location map, what it does is it uses IP addresses because every time you're on the internet, mm-hmm. your IP address it doesn't show that's my house. It's not that right. creepy. But it, but it shows pointed. the approximate location of yeah. where you're located. Similarly, ESET Smart Security 6 um, will triangulate the Wi-Fi signals, get this, triangulate Wi-Fi signals and put a pin on a map so that you can see approximately where that laptop is actually sitting. So then you can turn around to the police and say, here's a picture of the person. Here's approximately oh where they live or where gracious. they access it from. And it's all part of that software. So.
0: But then can't somebody figure out how to mega creep that? And then like, you could track somebody down. Like bad guys could track down the good guys. Mm, no. I think it Not could. Reverse. Reverse. No, because see
1: what... So I, I hear your, your fear there, and that's a good point. What what happens, though, is this... So I've got it activated on my laptop. Mm-hmm. The the anti-theft feature, right? So it's turned on. Yes. That's it. it just is, It's on and it's active. That's all. Then somebody steals my laptop. I actually log in... With my password, to the anti-theft system, mm-hmm. and I mark my laptop as stolen. That's when it starts spying. That's when it starts geolocating, taking mm. pictures, all that kind of stuff. But what? If? <laughs> what if
0: uh, this show has made me paranoid? We've no. addressed so many issues today. I'm just kidding.
1: It's astounding. It's a really cool feature. Wow. Really, really is. So
0: that is really incredible. Mm-hmm. Mm. Check it out. Uh, smart
1: SmartAntivirus.ca is a good place to pick up a copy, and it's it's affordable. It's really good, and as our viewer was mentioning, it's it's excellent software. Even Sweet. having tried all that other stuff, so
0: mm. I should do that because I just bought myself a new laptop. Mm. Because, well,
1: what's going on with your old one?
0: I don't even know. You may remember yesteryear when I killed my husband's laptop mm. with a virus. Now my Old one, I don't know. It just went mega funk and like died. Mega
1: funk. These are technical terms, people. <laughs> Write them down.
0: <laughs> but for real. Yo,
1: my laptop went mega funk.
0: I don't know what happened. <laughs> and so I I just got frustrated. I didn't want to bug so Robbie. Oh. No, so I just went up and got a new one.
1: That's it. That's how you fixed it?
0: Yep. <laughs> Which <laughs> oh, I don't really want
1: to bug Robbie today. So. I know
0: I bug him all the time, oh so dear. that's I what just... I'm here
1: for. <laughs> Goodness me!
0: But anyways, Could have
1: sent in your question as an anonymous viewer. <laughs>
0: um, hi, ha. Uh, well, I have this problem. Uh, guess one, two, three. Yeah. Anyways, just do it that way.
1: So what do you, what did you get, and what's happening with the old one?
0: I got an HP something something. Okay. And the old one's an HP, but I don't know what to do with it. What
1: happened? Like what's the symptom?
0: Basically I was just using it like a normal person would, and then it died. And then I couldn't even it get turned it. Off. Yes, it but the battery wasn't dead, it just sure. died. It went black. And Is that what so you mean? yeah, and then I tried to like start it up and log yeah. in with my little name and password yeah. and it wouldn't even do that. Where did it get to? The Nowhere login screen? the login screen. So then I gave up for months. Sure. Then I gave it to my friend, and he magically got it to turn on. Okay. But then he said that something is wrong with it, that the hard drive is funk. Okay. So right now, it's sitting in the Category 5 studio. I thought about smashing wizard. it. Okay. But then Looking I thought, there's probably a better way, <laughs> Robbie. There's got to be a better way. We
1: should uh, we should take a look at it. We don't have uh, really the time tonight to, tonight to pull that up. But... Uh, Certainly, I don't know if you want to, maybe next next show when you're in, we could uh, take a look. Or I could even take a look at it next week, and we could say, hey, this is Hillary's laptop. <laughs> what can we do with it? If the hard drive is pooched, oh, how much did you pay for a new new laptop?
0: I don't remember. Actually, well... two hundred
1: hundred kind of idea? Like, yeah. was it just a consumer grade? Well,
0: okay, actually, thousand? my husband bought it for me, technically, if oh, okay. I want to get technical.
1: awesome. Oh, it was a, one of those. Uh, so, I, I don't, don't know. Re- I
0: don't really know what it's uh, spent. But I good. still don't know. Like, right. I don't know... I don't know, guys.
1: Okay. Well, uh. if it, if it's a hard drive, then you look at, you know, the, the hard drive can be replaced. And it's, you know, between 75 and and $100 kind of thing to get the hardware for that. And labor usually, you know, somebody would ins- have to install that and put an operating mm-hmm. system on it. If you wanted to play around with Linux, if you'd be willing to give it a go, we could try to breathe new life into the system that way.
0: It's worth so, a try.
1: Is it worth a shot?
0: Right now it's dead to me. Yeah. Dead.
1: So we could bring it back to life, <laughs> S- rescue it, and save it. Um, it it's interesting that old, even old computers that don't work very well, you stick Linux on it, and all of a sudden they're good as new. Mm. So you know, it could be that simple. Could be an OS issue.
0: It's worth a. It's worth an investigative look.
1: Is there anything on it that you need backed up? Data recovery done on it, or I think I think
0: it's all off there. You've I think got it's every safely off yes. And- Okay. Somewhere. She said she thinks. Cyberspace. So next
1: week as I format it and install Ubuntu, and she's at home, she's like, oh, no, those pictures I forgot okay. about. Yeah,
0: Well, maybe. I don't know. It stresses me out. Like I said, I just bought a new okay. computer because I couldn't even deal with right.
1: it. Right. So mm. on our upcoming series, we're going to do data recovery first. <laughs> then we're going to do hard drive repair and replacement. Then we're going to do uh, installation of Linux. Okay. Yeah get this girl cruising on linux what do you say
0: and if that doesn't work we'll smash it
1: and if that doesn't work then we are going to be doing a feature on how to recycle e-waste which has to do i, I think we've had this discussion before where yes you know your computer has mercury and lead mm-hmm. even gold in in mm, the system yeah Ooh, gold <laughs> so you know you can go to the the hassle of trying to get all that out of there or you can take it to an e-waste facility uh such as green go here in barry if you're if you're in can
0: i sing a song
1: barry. is there a song for them
0: green go recycling they recycle everything i love that song
1: that's awesome I i hadn't heard that but now it's stuck <laughs> in my head Thank you very much. No problem. But uh, you go there, and what happens? They say, "Oh, you got a laptop. It has gold in it.
0: Here's mm. some cash. How much cash? They buy it from
1: you. Billions. Well, it depends on how much gold That's is in true. it. That's true. And it, it usually is done by weight, like it's like 25 cents a pound or something. I don't know. Who knows? You'd have to call mm. them. Is mm. the, the number in the jingle?
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> Google it.
1: But so that's something we can look at too. But never ever okay. throw that kind of thing in the garbage because I it know. has all these things. You're right. That you don't want to. You know.
0: Well, we will have to investigate this further because I also have another. Okay. This, hap- this has happened to me twice.
1: Has this happened to you again before? <laughs> like this is the replacement of the replacement?
0: Yeah. So we have the old oh Acer something something from a million okay, years ago. Okay. That one
1: will go straight to e waste.
0: So there's that bad boy. Then there's this. Okay. Well, I could probably get my hands on a couple more that are kicking around. It's bad, guys. Oh, oh man. Um, <laughs> I'm so embarrassed. Um, confession. Blah. Now you guys are going to think so terribly of me.
1: No, not at all. Not at all. all right. Well, is that all the questions that we have coming into the chat room and all that?
0: Um, well, oh, no, I lied. I oh, found okay. some you more. For me?
1: Just because we're running low on time, so I'll just decide yeah, where we want to go with. Right. Yes,
0: of course.
1: Last eight minutes of the um,
0: show. Um, uh this comes to us from Ravenslord from Ohio. Hey, Hi Ravenslord. everyone at Category 5. I was you- going to see if you could help me set up email associated with your website URL using turnkey Linux Lamp server so I can get my TeamSpeak 3NPL. Hmm.
1: <laughs> uh, I'm afraid I don't I don't hear the question there. Like I don't know what it is that you actually are asking for.
0: Set up my email to get associated with your website URL using Turnkey Linux LAMP server.
1: I'm sorry, Raven Lords.
0: Maybe you can resend us a question for next week. Are you
1: hoping to put together a TeamSpeak 3 server on Turnkey with LAMP? But what does that have to do with our website URL? don't know right. could you raven lords could you kindly um just break down uh the question for me and and resubmit and and i'll gladly uh do what i can to help you okay sorry about that
0: maybe i'm reading it wrong but we could always i could always use clarification <laughs> that's for sure okay one I more it's,
1: okay it's getting late maybe i'm just not there
0: no, you're there. Okay, Patrick Dickey writes to us saying, "Hey, Patrick. My question is, where can I find a more recent version of the Perfect Ubuntu script? The wiki points oh, to perfectbuntu.category 5tv but that's no longer valid. I have an ancient copy, version one point five point three, that mm-hmm. I've been playing with and modifying, but I would like a more recent working copy."
1: Patrick, I'm very sorry, but unlike Unraid, Perfect Ubuntu does not have the longevity of uh, of Unraid. Perfect Ubuntu mm-hmm. was a script that was developed to help um, to take early versions of Ubuntu into multimedia. So it gave you the ability to play MP3 files and play all different multimedia codecs and things like that. It did a lot of that stuff and, and installed it for you. But now, these days it's no longer necessary because Ubuntu comes out of the box You know, with, as, as you're installing it, it says, do you want to have MP3 support and install Fluendo? And yeah, say okay. So hmm. unfortunately that left the script no longer necessary. So that said, I mean, Perfect Ubuntu did some other things, such as helping you to install uh, the GNU Image Manipulation Program alongside of a whole bunch of cool plugins, and it configured them so that you could use those plugins with GIMP. Uh, so you know, if those kinds of things are what you're more looking for, then maybe we can break those down into tutorials or even other scripts or something. But unfortunately, Perfect Perfect Ubuntu in and of itself as a project is dead, and that's because it's <laughs> no longer necessary so uh, true type fonts good guy is mentioning so yeah that's that's certainly a possibility so maybe we do we throw together a, a script for true type fonts based on the old perfect Ubuntu that's mm. perfectly doable so if there's a you know I, I, everyone who's viewing not just Patrick but uh, also good guy I mean you make a good point there so please send me an email live at category 5. TV and say look here's what I want that used to be in perfect Ubuntu what can you do? And what I'll do is I'll put together individual scripts for each of those little things, or tutorials or whatever, and we'll we'll do it on the show, and we'll we'll create something that's gonna that's gonna do it for you. Perfect Ubuntu mm-hmm. though was like a package managed system where, as Ubuntu came out, new versions of Perfect Ubuntu were automatically
0: oh, okay. deployed
1: mm-hmm. to your system, and you know it was a it was a whole package uh, distribution mechanism. So uh, using apt-get is at, at its core. So it w- it was much more sophisticated than what we would need. For Microsoft TrueType fonts, for example. We just throw together something. Uh, Jot wants it to make coffee. Which it <laughs> never did. It did install Java. So we could we could do that.
0: Java, coffee. Java SDK? Ha <laughs> <Yeah.
1: laughs> Jot.
0: <laughs> Jot and his one liners. Oh yes. Where does he come up with this stuff?
1: Oh hey. It's been so nice having you here tonight. Oh, it's, been,
0: thank you. it's been a while, I mean. I know. The the Christmas Holy. special
1: being kind of, you know, just the Christmas special and then uh with January 1st falling on a Tuesday as well. Mm-hmm. It's like that's like 2 3 weeks that just
0: yeah. disappeared it was from crazy. existence.
1: It just went by so so, <laughs> so 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 fast. So it's hard to believe you haven't been here since last I year. Know, so
0: Since last year.
1: Technically I mean happy new year and Thank you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's almost February. It's wild. Yeah. But I enjoy being here. Thank you, everyone, for your kind words, wisdom, not kicking me off for my unruly confessions (laughs) of technology abuse. We're going to be
1: looking at uh, open source alternatives to uh, commercial applications uh, in in the near future, possibly on the next show as well here at Category 5. If you have a suggestion uh, for applications uh, that uh, that you think there is a great open source alternative for, we'd love to hear from you. Pop us an email live at category5.tv. We're going to be looking at Microsoft Project and how mm-hmm. that compares to a, a program called Project Libra. Uh, That's one of the pieces of software that we're going to be looking at, and uh, we certainly welcome you to submit your uh, alternative software as well. Cool. Yeah, it's going to be a fun feature. I'm looking forward to that. So, uh, Just to show you that there is some cheap and free stuff that's available that uh, will save you a ton of money and still be able to do the things that you need to do. That's what's so awesome about open source and Linux Mm -hmm. in general. So
0: that's what we like—free. Hello. I do
1: like free. Free is cool. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) That will be awesome. (laughs) Yay! (laughs) Thanks so
1: much for being here this week, Hillary. Always a pleasure to have you here.
0: Had a blast. Thank you. Thanks everybody.
1: And uh, yeah, have a great week. And uh, looking forward to next week. Every week is new, and and we're just we're we're going through such a time of transition, and Mm -hmm. so you know we're we're introducing new platforms. Mm -hmm with YouTube and First Run TV and uh, our, our uh, hangouts that we do uh, every week now on Google+. Uh, so really, really uh, an exciting time for the show. And as we grow, we just appreciate you hanging with us and, and, uh, and growing with us and, and uh, just enjoying the ride. Mm-hmm. So, And it's going to be a really, really fun year. So. Thanks everybody. Bull4222 in the chat room. Scott L, great to see you again this week. Swiss Andy Agamotto Nice to see you. The
0: whole gang. Yeah, lots The of whole gear. gang's in town.
1: Zithnix, great to see you. And, of course, Jot. <laughs> DNLS is here again this week. And Rats, thank you. Thanks for joining us tonight. Cool. Stick around in the chat room after the show, and we'll uh, we'll say hello, and uh, we'll talk to you on the Hangout as well. So have a great week. Talk Bye, to you soon. everyone. See you, Heather. See See Heather.